0: Welcome to the Crown podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. This is the part of the intro where I would normally say I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions. However, today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. Marissa, uh, there's some trigger warnings that I would like you to read out.
1: Yeah, so we're going to be talking about the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. And with that, if you haven't heard too much about it, and you don't want to listen to a podcast with certain topics in it please be warned that this podcast will contain uh information about sexual assault sexual harassment and a little bit of information about suicide so if that is something that you are not able to listen to today that is no problem but we do ask that you actually and this is the only time we'll ask you to do this but we actually ask you to stop listening to our podcast now
0: all right so uh, you kind of mentioned that we
2: will be talking about the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Um, a lot of information came out about it,
1: yeah. None of it is particularly surprising, so I'm gonna just kind of jump into it. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more in detail about kind of what's been released and what we know and all that stuff, but I will say, as and I really just can't emphasize this enough as somebody who is marginally in the gaming community and gaming industry online i've already had my share fair of like interactions that have been completely shitty and completely inappropriate and just super toxic and so this is not particularly subscribe uh surprising to me at all i follow um like Sam and as an example i would pull up Uh, So she was a writer for Bioware who got a significant amount of harassment after Anthem was released. I also follow Brianna Wu, who was actually part of the Gamergate uh, controversy. And she basically got, uh, she was one of, I believe, three people who got kind of the brunt of that. Um, So this was like, not surprising to me at all. (laughs) I just kind of kept reading a little bit more about it. And I know people online were like, Oh, this is so shocking. And I'm like, this is shocking in the sense like I can't believe we're hearing about it it is not shocking in the sense that I wouldn't have believed it was happening and I will also say that it was a little bit shocking for me it was a little bit disappointing it was really upsetting honestly because it was just like you become a part of this community and you meet people in the community that are just so amazing and then you're like oh things must have gotten better from you know like when Gamergate happened or when this happened or like you know, like the nineties or whatever. And then this information gets released and you're just like, Oh shit. No, no, it's not better. It's actually not at all better.
0: It's it's the exact same and people just got better at not talking about it.
1: Yeah. So it's super disappointing. Um, I'm going to kind of say kind of some of the basic information we know, but I know you guys actually have more details pulled up on your screens. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do know that they're, uh, the Activision Blizzard is being sued by the state of California for basically toxic workplace environment to kind of summarize that. I know a lot of people were boiling that down to like frat culture, boy uh, you know, bro culture or something like that. Yeah, so, so frat boy, you want to describe
0: Frat boy culture is the word that's being thrown around a lot.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, so, please continue. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So uh you know through that we got uh many takes about women particularly women of color who were being just micromanaged there was a lot of microaggressions in the workplace um you know mothers who went on like maternity leave were were basically kind of shunned or they weren't allowed to like breastfeed and like all this kind of horrible workplace stuff that couple of things that made my blood run cold was um hearing about the amount like black women were being micromanaged and, uh, just basically held down in their careers was like really upsetting because, I mean, I'm going to talk about a little bit of this, but like, if any man is experiencing any sort of, uh, you know, being held back or anything, I know women are getting it about 10 times worse, but black women and and other women of color are getting it about 10 times worse than any white woman. So like that wasn't surprising again, but I was just so frustrated with the state of the world at that. Um also hearing about uh hearing about uh the I believe they were called um
0: it was a it cube was a crawl. cube crawls. Yeah. The
1: cube crawls. So the cube crawls really like really upset me hearing about that because like I've worked in places where men have been really shitty to me and been a little harassy to me and that's been uh very pointedly I worked as a cosmetician for a while and I also worked as a barista at Starbucks uh barista at Starbucks by the way great job <laughs> actually not that bad but sometimes guys were really creepy uh I had great supervisors so they were pretty great at just like letting me go to the back if there was creepy guys but like it happens way more often than you think um and so when I heard that they were just basically calling crawling around to like you know. Basically, check on and hit, check out and hit on and basically harass these women. I was like, I would like, I just felt it. Like, I felt the discomfort of that situation because having men gawk at you is not a feeling I'm unfamiliar with. And also, then, of course, hearing about the woman who committed suicide on a work trip. Um, and I don't really want to be the one to explain those details. So, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. So,
0: so yeah, really quickly, um, working in the service industry. I never realized like I hear stories and I trust um, that these stories are accurate and I believe um, everything. I did not realize how bad it was until it started happening to me uh, in the service industry. And like, I'm a big guy. I'm not scared. And it's like the amount of stories that I have of people like treating me inappropriately, like in the service industry. And it's like, wait a minute. Like I'm, I'm not worried about my safety right now. I know that if anything happens, I can, you know, I'm a supervisor. I can lock up the store. I can kick people out and call the police. If I was not a supervisor and if I was significantly smaller than these people, I would feel absolutely disgusted and whore- and, and like scared for my life. Um, And it happens way more frequently, again, to women and to women of color. So I can just like the stories that you're telling right now are very, 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 very lightly put. And you were saying a lot of examples of, like, based off of what you described, right now, um, everything sounds horrible, but when I'm looking at these direct quotes, it is so much more horrible than, like, you have put it so lightly. Um, So I'm going to read the direct quote of the cube crawls. Uh, Defendants have fostered a perversive frat boy workplace culture that continues to thrive in the office. Women are subjected to cube crawls in which... Male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior towards female employees. Male employees proudly come into work hungover, play video games for long periods of time during work while delegating the responsibility to female employees, engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies, and joke about rape. Um, That is the direct
2: quote.
1: One of the things I was reminded of was there was a girl on TikTok and she recorded herself in the middle of her, I believe it was like engineering class. Um, Basically, she was the only woman in the room and they were talking about how they would rape women. And the like fear in her eyes was just like, like so real and like terrifying and every time I think about like the cute crawls, like I'm just like I just see her face, and then I also see like every guy who's ever like come up to me at work and said something inappropriate. Worse if they work with me, if they are a coworker or a boss. Like the disgust that that feels. Like I I can't describe that. I mean, I probably could, but I would not be (laughs) like, I would be crying or something. And I don't really want to do that right now. So I just like, I feel for these women and I feel for women in the gaming industry. Like, and I just, to put it in perspective, like imagine growing up and being like, this is like, I love video games. I want to like make these stories or characters or like mechanics or like whatever it is that drives them into the gaming industry and then to not only watch like their male counterparts get promoted above them and like all that stuff all that regular shit but also have to come into work and listen to men potentially talking about your body and stuff they want to do to you but also talk about in just gross and uh um, just gross ways about things they've done to other women like that like imagine just wanting so badly. To follow your passion, and that's all you're met with. Like I, I hope everyone in that organization is getting the help that they need, and uh, I'm pretty fucking pissed at Activision Blizzard for this.
0: Um, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I, I really hope that there are consequences to the people that are committing these acts, and to the people that are the victims of these acts. I hope that they get the help that they need. Um, I have the quote for the uh, suicide. Open as well. Uh, yeah. So
1: just one more time, in case you're still listening and things are starting to bug you, one one big, one big suicide trigger warning here. So uh, please stop listening if you would like to not hear that type of content.
0: All right. Um. Uh. This is a direct quote. A female employee committed suicide while on a company trip due to a sexual relationship that she had been having with her male supervisor. The male supervisor was found by police to have brought a butt plug and lubricant on this business trip. Another employee confirmed that the deceased female employee may have been suffering from other sexual harassment at work prior to her death. Specifically, at a holiday party before her death, male coworkers were alleged to be passing around pictures of the deceased
2: vagina. Awful, just like I, I have no words. Absolutely, like, like just disgusting and
0: horrible.
1: So I really want to say something, um, yeah. and I. I don't want to dive more into that because I don't want to like, I don't want to talk about that more, but I don't want the gaming industry to stop talking about that. So I know that that is why I agreed to do today's podcast about this, because to be entirely honest with everyone listening, I didn't want to talk about this. This is like the last thing I want to talk about. I, and I'm, I'm a hundred percent serious. I do not want to talk about this because I play video games for a multitude of reasons and one of them is escapism and I don't want to bring all this shit and all these memories back into this hobby that I freaking love. I freaking love playing video games. I love being part of good gaming communities and I think there are good gaming communities but I don't want people to stop talking about this. Like I don't want this to be allowed because I know this is not the only place it's happening. It's just one of the places that got caught. And so, I don't know. I feel like a big question a lot of people have online right now is what they can do. Um, Because I think a lot of, very frankly, males don't know what to do. Men in the gaming industry don't really know what to do. They don't know how to... They're just, as Sacco said, like, I have no words. And they all kind of want to do something. So I think a big thing that... I'm kind of talking the most in this podcast. That's maybe appropriate, maybe not. Uh, But I feel like, personally, I'm not comfortable streaming any games made by Activision or Blizzard um, anymore. And particularly, I'm saying stream because I I don't really want to give them any sort of advertising or press or you know um, awareness to other people than than is already there. So I just feel like even a small audience not having um not streaming that is, is kind of something I feel like will be moving f- good moving forward, which I know is kind of a bummer for Sacco, because one of his favorite games is uh Crash Bandicoot, um which is unfortunately owned by Activision. Yeah. So
2: Yeah, so wait I won't be I won't be streaming any like any Crash Bandicoot or anything. So yeah, I don't but like it's I mean you the only way that these companies are gonna listen, unfortunately, and it sucks. Is if you hit them, it like where the money is, um, and so I'm, I'm hoping the lawsuit doesn't just get like dismissed or they don't just settle. Like I'm, uh, I hope they get hit with like a financially crippling fine, and I hope the people in charge, like honestly, probably some of them face jail time for one allowing this behavior to like fester and 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 get to a point where. Like employees are killing themselves, and so I don't know. It sucks. It it sucks, and it sucks that it wasn't, as Mercer was saying, it it wasn't as surprising as it should have been. It should have been like, holy shit, what? Really? No way. It's like, oh, they finally got caught.
1: Yeah, it was. It was just one company getting caught being really shitty, and there's more out there. And so I. I do think I know that I've seen a lot of discussion online about, you know, oh, like I don't I don't want to stop playing this game and I don't know what to do and stuff like that. I kind of I don't know. I have a personal take on it. And Matt and Sacco, you can kind of tell me what your thoughts on this are. If you're not going to stop playing a game that you've already bought, I kind of get it. Like you've already invested money in it and like, you know, not a lot of people have a lot of money to blow on video games. So it might have been a big purchase like that. I feel like that is a little bit fair. In my opinion, it kind of boils down to what else are you doing, right? So like if you're not gonna stop playing the games and you're not gonna stop buying the games, okay, that's interesting to me because like companies have showed us in the past that when you hit them in the wallet, it is really when they start to listen to what people are saying. So it does seem like a a decent way to maybe force or um hopefully kind of conduct some change, um, particularly with these two companies or this joint company, I guess, more more specifically, but it kind of boils down to what else are you doing? Like, are you are you letting them know how pissed off you are still? Like, are you going to let this die? Are you going to keep talking about this? Because that's also something you can do, is make sure that this doesn't get swept under the rug, that this doesn't get forgotten by the gaming industry, that this isn't acceptable, and this continues to get called out.
0: So something I actually learned from playing video games with the both of you is that um, I have privilege uh, as a white male playing video games. I have privilege as just not even playing video games. I have privilege. And this came from playing um, Call of Duty and in Call of Duty lobbies, not to sidetrack away uh, from this, but there is a derogatory term towards gay people. It's an F word. Uh, and I didn't want to listen to it, so I just don't join game lobbies. And I'm confident, I'm more confident than most people um, with my sexuality, so I just heard it, and I'm like, okay, you, you're a bunch of idiots, and I shut the game off. And then you both made me realize that I can listen to that, and it won't affect me as much as it'll affect other people, so I should specifically go on to channels and listen and report people. Yeah. And I think that, Men in the gaming industry, if they're saying, oh, yeah, like, I don't want to stop playing this game, but like, I want to do more. It's like you have the privilege of not being absolutely like destroyed by these comments. So you need to go. If you're going to continue playing the game, then every single time somebody is misogynistic in the game chat, you need to report them. You need to email your companies and say, hey, this is disgusting. Like
1: you need to fix this.
0: You have the privilege of being able to have a voice in the industry. So you need to Mm -hmm. use your voice for good.
1: I think this is interesting to me because, as uh, like, being the person who, like, that really, like, I, I don't know, I have pretty thick skin now um in Call of Duty lobbies and stuff like that, but I also don't play with a mic on. Like, I I don't. I, w- I would honestly rather, like, burn my Xbox than enter a God- match and, <laughs> and go into the lobby and have my mic on. I would honestly rather like buy a whole nother Xbox Series X than do that I would I would seriously rather spend $600 than do that because and I'm laughing because it's so not okay like it's so it's so upsetting to I've I've listened to it happen in called love me's where there's been a single girl and she's been like hey and then she's instantly berated and just slammed on and like I'm like sitting there being like I can't report all these people fast enough for what they're saying to this this poor human being, like, who just said hi. Like, she didn't say anything. She just said hi, and she's automatically getting called all these names. And, like, I personally don't play with my mic on because of that reason. And, like, that is so crazy to me. Like, like think about that. Think about if you are not – if you can't relate to that and you've never thought about having your mic on in a video game or, like, what the people would say to you, Just think about what that would feel like. Every single time you load into a game, you actually think, do I have the emotional and mental capacity today to turn on my mic to deal with the automatic harassment I'm going to get? Because you're also going to have nobody stand up for you or very few. And it's going to be like a barrage of guys just like saying shit to you without a care. And so, yeah, I do appreciate that when people actually go into game lobbies and they're the ones reporting. That being said, it is not particularly surprising to me that COD is one of the more toxic games because it is not particularly easy. Matt, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this, so I'll pass it over to you. But it is not particularly easy in a COD lobby to report people. And I just want to compare it really quickly to Apex. Apex. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Apex lately. I actually find most people there are relatively chill. I mean, it's still got the things that it has. Uh, it is still part of the gaming industry, so it, you run into that occasionally. But I've actually, it's, I find it very rare. Um, but the report button is, like, super easy to access. It is super easy to report someone. It is, like, they apparently get back to you about what they're going to do about any sort of harassment you've received in a game. I actually haven't had to report harassment myself. I've only had to report at one time cheating. And so that difference is really crazy to me because I think a lot of people just think it's impossible with COD to change.
0: The the thing that really that really gets me though is the fact that you like you said the words, nobody will like you were literally there and nobody will stand up for you. And The amount of people that are reacting to these news articles saying, oh, my God, I wish I could do more like this is horrible. it's like, why does it have to get to the point? Why why does. Sexual assault and suicide have to come up before you're like, oh, this is important, right? If it's really that important to you, why are you letting people absolutely shit talk and harass people in game lobbies? Right, yeah. and and it literally comes down to the fact where I was like, I don't want to listen to this, so I just muted everybody. I just default I would join a game, mute everybody, and I like if you have the privilege of being able to listen to that and not getting harassed, then you should be one of the people who goes on mic and and literally just call people out, you, even if you because fucking reporting is absolutely horrendous, um, not only in Call of Duty but the Blizzard games that I played were um overwatch and blizzard activision same company overwatch was fucking ridiculous it's the most toxic game not the most toxic but it is extremely toxic and their report system is the absolute worst um but i got sidetracked <laughs> reporting isn't enough anymore so if i don't think i'll ever be playing a call of duty game um because absolutely fucking disgusting but if i'm in a gay lobby and i hear somebody being fucking shitty i'm gonna turn my mic on and be like listen dude username this shut the fuck up why are you being like this i might not swear at them i'm a little bit heated but what i'm saying is like i'm literally <laughs> go, i'm going on like i'm gonna fucking search the servers and be like who's being an asshole fucking talk to me and like i'll pull them on to a separate discord channel i'll fucking do that and be like why are you doing this who hurt you in your life that you feel like this makes you a better person just fucking stop it um that being said the report buttons call of duty is fucking horrible overwatch is fucking horrible also blizzard Like, I would literally report people all the time, be like, harassment, cheating, um, everything. And, like, literally, they'd be like, thanks for your report. And then there was one time they emailed me back and like, hey, um, like, 500 people reported this person, so we banned them. It's like, well, all right. You couldn't believe me the first. It was like something ridiculous. It might not have been 500, but it was like a fucking, it was like in the hundreds. And it was like, just so you know, we've received this many reports and we've banned the person for a month, first of all. So they're not banned permanently. They're banned for a month. Second of all, why do you need more than one report? Like, yeah, report and then do your research or whatever. But like with the size of these companies, you should be able to work a little bit faster than that. Um, yeah. And not only that, I play on PC. I can right click. Like I can right click a user and be like report. In Call of Duty, I have to go through 15 different fucking menus. And even then I'm like, what was the player's name again? Because the menu switched and the orders changed and everything's different yeah. now. Um. So they just make it really hard to report. Which I think is stupid, because if you want your game to be less toxic, um,
1: like, well, that's, that's the, thing. the easiest way to do it. That's the thing, though. So um, really quickly, uh, there's been a couple of other things that have happened in other hobbies I really like to follow in particular. And this is a little bit of a side note, so I'll get through it really quickly. Uh, The hockey team I cheer for or used to cheer for, I'm not really sure anymore, Uh, basically drafted somebody who was a convicted actually of sexual harassment. Uh so and I'm not gonna get into those details really that much, but I was pretty upset at their decision to draft this player, as was a lot of people online. And uh the really baffling part to me was me sitting there and realizing, well, they knew there was gonna be a backlash, because like there's gonna be backlash. Cause like he was convicted of this thing. And so it was like, okay, so they sat there and they knew there was going to be backlash. And the, honestly, like the, the risk versus reward in my brain doesn't pan out, right? Because you have this huge backlash, but like he might even not pan out to be a really good hockey player. Like that happens all the time with every, like with just random draft picks, like people who are supposed to be really amazing and then they don't pan out to the NHL. Like that happens all the time. So like, like it's like kind of low reward, potentially.
2: High risk for this low player. Reward.
1: And so in my head, I was thinking, wow, that's high risk, that's low reward. And then Sacco and I were actually discussing it, and it like clicked in my brain, and I was like, it wasn't. It wasn't high risk because oh. they don't care. They don't care. So it's not risky if they don't care. And because they don't care about what this, this kid has done to another human being, the risk isn't high but the reward might be. And that like broke me because <laughs> I feel the exact same way about report buttons. Yeah, it seems obvious. Fix the report buttons because you'll create a less toxic community. And isn't that your goal? Well, no, it's not. It's not your goal. You don't care. Your
0: goal is to sell video games. And if we're going the to goal sell is video to games, to video games.
1: and if you're going to sell video games, who gives a fuck? You don't care how toxic the community is. And that... And that, at the end of the day, is the biggest slap in the face, no matter who you are. I don't care if, you know, you are, you know, like, the stereotypical gamer, if you are, um, you know, a person of color, or a woman of color, or a white woman, or whatever, I don't care what your demographics are, that's insulting to you. That's super insulting that this game company doesn't give a shit about what they bring into a community that you're a part of and you might really love when they don't give a shit about that that fucking sucks and at the end of the day activision blizzard in the ways that they've set up reporting and the ways they've responded to um people that you've reported it just they they've shown that they don't care if they create a toxic community that's not something they value So it is not really that surprising to me that this company that doesn't care about the communities that they're building out in the gamer world would also not give a shit about the culture that they're fostering in their own workplace.
0: Just to add on to that really quickly, do you want to be a part of a community where the creators of this community don't give a shit about members of that community? Like, is that really a place that you want to be a part of? And second of all, um, I know that there's a lot of people. There, there's a lot of people that say, I physically don't do it. Therefore, I am not part of the problem. And I think we are past that point. And if you don't actively stand up to bullies, then you are aiding bullies in their bullying. So if you read these articles and say, wow, that that's really horrible. I would never do that. And then give Activision money you are helping Activision do that to somebody else and therefore you are a byproduct and you are aiding in these in these sexual assaults. So I just want that to be like thought of it. The next time you're like, "Oh, but I don't do it." It's like, are you helping the person who's doing it in any way? And are you physically
2: standing up to them when they're doing it?
1: Yeah, like it's 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 it, like
2: it's not enough anymore. To just be like, oh, I'm not doing it. Like, exactly like Matt said. Like, you have to... It, it's very clear that nothing is going to change if you don't do anything about it. And so, like, now you have to start doing stuff about it. Like, when I started playing, like, Call of Duty with Marcel a lot, I I stu- I, I had never reported anybody. And I've been playing Call of Duty for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And I was reporting every... At, like, people, I think... Three or four people a day because of the shit they were saying. Not to Marissa, just in general. Like, they were just saying it out loud. And, like, no one, they weren't talking to anybody. Like, sometimes you get in the lobby and there's, like, one or two people who have a mic. And they're just, they're just, they, they're they just talking as if everybody's listening. And, like, there was a lot of people I I, I felt the need to report. And it's definitely something I should have done a long time ago. But, I mean, like, it is it is a complicated menu to get to that report button. And you have to be, I, I, like, you have to be really quick with it, because you're right, because the second you get into a new lobby that it, everyone's gone, or if you're not, like if it happens in the middle of a game, and you don't have, like, the scoreboard open by chance, you never know who said that. Unless you're lucky enough, there's only one person on mic kind of thing. So I think a lot of that, the, the problem is, with Activision and Blizzard, I don't think those reporting mechanisms are going to change, because you're right, they don't
1: care. They don't care.
2: So I would, and hope- I can't,
1: I can't emphasize that enough. It's very clear that they don't care. The minimal minimum you can do as players of that game is to use the features. But I am very wary of the fact that they likely do not give a single rat's ass about who's been reported.
2: Yeah, I have never. I I, I couldn't. I couldn't even count. The number of people I reported on Call of Duty, and I have never gotten a single message from Activision telling me anything that happened.
1: Yeah,
0: the thing that pisses me off is that I got one from from Overwatch, so I know that they like reach out to you and be like, "Hey, the person you reported got banned." Um, and I've reported, I've played competitive, like I played competitive seasons, and I played maybe nine or ten seasons of Overwatch competitively, and I would report people once a match, if not more than that. Um, so we're talking about like hundreds, if not thousands of people that I've reported once they email me back and were like, Hey, we banned this person. It wasn't for sexual assault. It was for cheating. It was like the not one cheating. that they actually got back to me. We were like, Hey, like yeah. you're playing competitive. And this person seems to be, um, like using like cheating technology or like they were like pretending like they were like team killing or something. Like they were doing something that was very obviously cheating. They're like, yes, yeah, so we banned them for a month. And it's like, okay, can I get an a thousand more emails from you saying that every other person I reported got banned, or is that you only care when it actually affects your uh, competitive
2: score?
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's what they care about, right? They can care about the, uh, the competitive aspect so how people, how seriously people are taking their game. They don't care about the toxic community that they're creating. And these toxic communities are distinctly the reason that many of my female friends who game do not play uh, First-person shooters in general, as as an entire genre, they will be like, oh, I'm not playing an FPS. Like, fuck that. Because I don't want to get harassed. And the thing is, is it's crazy. Because I've played... I've never played uh, Call of Duty, like, multiplayer with a mic on. I, I've never done that. But I have played zombies. And most of the time you end up with somebody who doesn't have a mic anyway. So it's kind of like, whatever. But as you're playing with certain people. Like I would get messages after games being like, I don't think you're actually a girl. You're using voice changing technology, like whatever, you're not, you're, you're too good to be a girl. And I was going to say, like, is it
0: because you're good at games? Like, is yeah, that- <laughs> like
1: it's just like, and it's just like, I like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, what do you want me to say to that? Yeah, I'm a girl. Like, I don't really, also, I don't really care if you believe I'm a girl online. Like I really don't. But like the fact that you needed to reach out to me to assure yourself that, you weren't getting revived by a girl 15 times in that match, is, like, really, really concerning to me. Like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. I'm not judging you. I didn't judge you until you sent that message to me. But, like, the amount of messages I've gotten from zombies mode is, like, and I usually just laugh at them because, you know,
2: I've done distinctly.
1: But I've also done well in that match. But the thing is, is, like, it stops girls from girls and women from going into these lobbies when they're not good because they feel like they have to be really, really good in order to have something to throw back at these guys who are going to harass them. Like I watch so many TikToks of COD gamers who happen to be girls and like their whole thing is that they're really fucking good. So when guys are telling them to go make a sandwich, they can throw it right back in their face and be like, oh, well, you're sitting there with two kills, bud. Like, Do you want to go make me a sandwich while you're dead? Like, and they can throw that back at them. And, like, that's funny, but they shouldn't have to be good at the game for you to not be a dick to them. And if you see that, or if that's your friend, or if that's your buddy, have a conversation. Because if you're upset about this Activision Blizzard stuff, which you should be, then you need to recognize that there are parts of your, like, gaming um like how you interact with other gamers that is affecting this and like starting this and no you're not complicit in a sexual assault lawsuit by the state of california but you are complicit in the fact that this one girl left the cod lobby fucking crying because you didn't stand up to the one dude in the lobby who was harassing her and like is that honest question is that the gaming community you want to create because it's not the gaming community I want to be a part of I don't want to be I rip on Matt all the time for dying in games but I don't actually want him to feel bad like I don't want him to feel bad if he goes down Matt I'm so sorry I picked on just you No, no, no. no, no, no.
0: <laughs> just because this is the privilege that I have because we've talked about this before and when and this is the privilege if and I know that there's people that do this when a video game is too hard for me I, I immediately go to the, the settings and I say, hey, medium, that was dumb. I don't know why I even started on medium easy. I don't it's even start easy. games <laughs> on easy anymore. I start games on super easy, on baby mode, on storyline. And, and, and I love
1: that. I honestly love that because it's so good for the community, for somebody to just own it, like to just be like, I want to play on this mode and that's fine. And to be honest, the reason I started playing games on harder modes was to be able to like if guys asked me to play with them that I was at their level or better so that they couldn't harass me and now I play on hard modes because I actually find it enjoyable and I'd like to emphasize that again I play on hard modes now because I actually find them enjoyable and I actually like playing on those modes but when I started playing that was the reason why because I didn't want to be worse than them because I knew that I might get a comment or two, and I just didn't really want to deal with that. So if I'm at their level or better, they can't say shit to me. And how crazy is that? How many games did I probably, you know, unnecessarily suffer through at like 15, 16 years old because I was just trying to beat it on like legendary mode or what was the highest mode in Halo, Sacco? I know you know the answer. Uh, legendary. Legendary, yeah. yeah. So, like, you like get one-shotted, like, basically by the enemies or whatever. And it's like, oh shit, like, that was hard. And you're like playing through the whole thing on that mode because you don't want to be harassed. Like, that's think about that for a second. Think about if that was like your the way your mind worked. Yeah. Before.
2: Like, I was playing um, the NHL the other day and I got, a, I played against a, a person, I lost. And I got a message, and my first instinct wasn't like, oh, I wonder what they said to me. It's like, oh, shit. I got a message. And I'm (laughs) sure that is 10 times worse for like women in gaming if they get a message, especially if they have like a gamer tag that, or like a PlayStation ID that, like, indicates that they're a woman or a female or any kind of minority. And I mean, it, it happened to be a good message, but it, it was the first instinct being like, oh, shit, instead of like, oh, what did this person say? Right? It's like, oh, I get to talk to somebody. It was, oh, fuck, I have to talk to somebody. Like, and my gamertag
1: is my gamer is Maddie Dancer, which I've had very mixed responses to whether people think that's a guy or a girl online. I have been in COD lobbies, though, where they have harassed me over Mike when I've not been on Mike for being shit at the game. and. Like we were playing once and this guy was like, "Maddie Dancer, what the fuck are you doing? You could have totally saved me there. Maddie Dancer, like you don't know how to shoot. And I was just like, I feel like if I had a different username, you wouldn't be saying this.
0: Really, really quickly. I'd just like to add that he wasn't, he he literally called out, you could have saved me, implying that he died, implying that he, <laughs> he did did, died at yeah. the game. Yeah, he, was was, terrible. he died
1: at was the game. It was It was one of those moments too, by the way, where like if I had clipped it, it would have been one of those moments where I was like, dude, just get better at the game because I didn't die in that scenario because I hid behind the barrel and you ran out into the open. And I don't know what you were doing, sir, but it wasn't my fault. You got shot by the dude. I popped my head up, killed him and his buddy.
2: Like, there's one of us rise. who might be yeah. worse
1: <laughs> the, one of us might be worse at this game and i don't think it's the person with the username maddie dancer <laughs> but like honestly it's just it's just it just never really stops and like that being said i do i do kind of want to say like i have met people online who are super awesome i think there's lots of people online who are super great and they just want a game with somebody who loves the game as much as they do And if that sounds like you, I hope and I hope that is you if you're listening to this podcast, and I believe it would be, uh, especially if you've gotten this far into this particular podcast, I really like I commend you for wanting to create a good environment. And I want you to just think about maybe, you know, um, anybody's or anything like that, where that might not be the same sentiment that they have Um, and just continue to create a good gaming environment. Because. I've been in a couple of those and and they feel so great because I know I can play with them. And if I have a bad game, it's not a big deal. They're not going to make fun of me. And that's so huge sometimes just to like be able to suck. Like sometimes I suck at games and I know Matt and Sacco might rip on me a little bit, but I know at the end of the day, they're like, no, 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 you're fine. Like you're good. We love you. We got you. Like it's fine. And that's all I feel like most gamers really want is to find people that they can do that with
2: yeah
0: just just to add on really quickly, you said sometimes um you're not good at video games, you check at video games that is extremely rare uh that is a very 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 rare sometimes just in the same sense that sometimes I'm good at video games again <laughs> like, very very rare
2: <laughs> sometimes like, I'm good <laughs> like me and like i me and Matt played a lot of zombies before I played zombies with barissa, and I don't think we completed a single easter egg before besides, we play like, zombies with marissa <laughs> be uh, before i i think the only easter egg we ever beat me and matt was the like monkey trap one in threes um
0: in the giant when you um open the game and watch the cutscene you get the orb i've done that one
2: yeah right but me and marissa had we had beaten all of the easter eggs in black ops yeah. 3 And I, uh, no offense to you, Matt. I don't think we could have done that. (laughs) Uh, Full offense. (laughs) Full offense.
1: But at the end of the day. that being said, like, I have, like, fully enjoyed doing that. But I also, like, like, that was an environment where at first, when I picked up that game at first, and then I was just allowed to suck for a little bit. And you guys were like, oh, shit, we didn't explain to you that uh, the starter pistol sucks after round, like, five. So you got to switch out your weapon." like explaining the rules to me being like yeah oh, okay
0: by the way like
1: that <laughs> yeah, that was way. a huge thing whereas like if you don't have a group of people to play with you don't get that and then you go online and then you're getting downed immediately and people are like I'm not resing them like why would I why would I revive them they're just going to die again and then like you never get that opportunity and especially even if you're on mic as a girl like you're just going to get harassed and like that's so shitty like people just want to play games and fall in love with these universes that you've fallen in love with and fall in love with these game modes that you've fallen in love with. And at best by not letting, by not standing up to people who are harassing them or anything like that, you're gatekeeping at worst. You're being complicit in them actually bullying and harassing them. And like, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I don't have a greater point with that. That's it. That's the sentence. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I mean like it shouldn't matter their ethnicity, their gender, their anything. It they're a human being. And uh like video games are supposed to provide entertainment. And you shouldn't be afraid to play video games with other people. Because that like I know there's like a the whole horror genre, but like that is not like even that that will that provides entertainment even though people are scared to play those games. But, like, you shouldn't be afraid to interact with other people because, oh, they're going to tell me to go kill myself. They're going to say I suck. They're going to call me shitty names. They're going to do all this shit. Like, and you shouldn't, like, I don't know. Just don't be an asshole. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just. <laughs> it's asking a little bit too much there, buddy. Right? <laughs> just don't, like, just, I don't know. Be, like, treat. I,
1: I uh, <laughs> Like, you know what I'm trying I'll, to say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sum it up for you. I'm going to sum it up. This is going to be my last kind of thought here on the podcast. Um, And then I think we're going to wrap this one up. So uh, Matt, feel free to just jump in halfway through. If Mm -hmm. you you have something to say there. Um, Sacco, I know you're still stumbling over your words. It's okay. (laughs) I recently for my job uh, at a marketing agency, actually I wrote a blog post about mental health and your relationship to social media. And one of the rules I wrote down for it was, was very much stolen from Reddit or stolen from um, web etiquette actually more generally is uh, remember the human so remember the human in the sense that like there's always someone behind that username and they're actually they're actually a real fucking person and so i don't know i guess the gist of it that i think saka was trying to say is remember the human there's a human there and remember that they're there i don't care if you got Headshot five seconds into this match, and you feel really like it was real fucking bullshit, like I don't care. Remember the human um and with that, we got a little bit off of the Activision Blizzard lawsuit, which was expected actually a little bit planned on our end. um I will say if you are a female gamer and you feel really upset by this news, like I don't know personally reach out because reach out to someone because uh it sucks. And I know, like, I have a good community of support for myself, but if you don't have one, uh, make sure you reach out to some people because uh, take care of yourself. I guess is kind of the base of that because this is a harsh reminder of kind of what the gaming industry it sometimes does bring uh, to people who support its game who happen to be women or um, people of color or specifically women of color, specifically Black women. And so, just make sure you take care of yourself and you are totally allowed to take the space that you need to in this moment. And if that means not playing a game, you do that. Uh if whatever that means, you just do what you need to do.
0: I'm gonna jump so in network. real quick. I'm just I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm gonna jump in real quick. Uh I'm in no way a medical professional uh professional. Uh that being said, my Instagram is nato g O A T N A D O. Um you can message the Crown Heathens account, but I would like you to message me if you need somebody to talk to. If you need somebody to reach out to, my DMs are always open. If you need somebody with a little bit more medical history, I would recommend you reach to them out first. Uh, But if you are looking for somebody to just vent about a a shitty day, uh, my DMs are always open. Uh, If you are feel like you are one of the victims of of sexual mass video games, reach out to me. I will. apologize on behalf of everybody but more importantly i'll just listen uh, if that's what you need if you are somebody who thinks that there's a little bit of some overreactions please uh message me more and i would like to have a conversation with you uh and and i'll say
1: really quickly here that uh if you feel uncomfortable messaging matt um you can as he mentioned just say go right to the crown heathens uh instagram account um we are totally open to taking any sort of conversations about this um if you if you would like to go that avenue instead, uh, you can you can even request me by name if, if that makes you feel more comfortable.
0: If it's specifically for hate reasons or if you're a, an angry person, and you you want to vent. Uh, reach yes. out to me. It's, yeah. uh, it's me go first. Reach out to Matt me first. first. I like to have a conversation. If
1: you, if you need to have talks about other things and uh, uh, yeah, you you know when you can reach out to me. Uh, i'm going to end that here before we start giving away our personal phone numbers <laughs> Six and four? so no no matt uh i hope you guys found some solace or some good conversation in today's podcast uh if you'd like to chat with us about anything obviously again as we saying uh instagram dms are open you can also message us on twitter if you prefer and if you'd like to take in all the route of emailing us it is crownedheathens at gmail.com we do check that relatively frequently so we will be happy to have a conversation there as well uh so thank you so much for listening sorry this one was a little bit more serious but I'm glad that we took the time to talk about it because I do think it's important just one Uh, final
0: sentence the crowned heathens is a safe place and will always be a safe place so uh if you are not if that's not what you're looking for please don't listen to any other podcasts um thank you so much for listening to this one but if this is not Something that you find you agree with, please just don't. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in the next one.